Welcome to the Dauntless Faith Podcast. This is your host, Leslie Ani. Today, we are going to kick off our series on why, as Christians, we should study theology and doctrine and why we need to be sure that our studies are rooted in biblical knowledge. Why should we, as lay people, study biblical theology and doctrine? Isn't that the pastor's job to know theology and teach us sound doctrine? Isn't that 30 or 40 minute sermon once a week enough? After all, our schedules can get pretty busy between working, maybe even going to school, taking care of our families, and keeping up with our homes. Try throwing in exercising and eating healthy, and it can seem nearly impossible to make time to study the Bible in a way that grows our understanding of theology and doctrine. So why should we put so much effort into making time in our schedules to study biblical theology and doctrine? First of all, even if we are not a pastor or a Sunday school teacher or a Bible professor at a university or any other professional Christian job, all Christians are called to be ambassadors for Christ. In 2 Corinthians 5.20, we are told that God is using us to make his appeal for people to be reconciled to him through Jesus. In Matthew 28, 18-20, Jesus commands his disciples to go and make more disciples. Not only should we baptize new believers in the name of the triune God, but we should also teach them how to follow the commands in the Bible. This means that we need to make time to study biblical theology and doctrine for ourselves through Bible studies, podcasts, audiobooks, or maybe even some online classes through a trusted Christian university. In this way, we are better prepared to share the gospel of Christ and teach new believers. Another reason to study biblical theology and doctrine is that it deepens our faith in Christ and strengthens our walk with Christ. Maybe studying theology and doctrine sounds too academic and boring to you. Or maybe you've experienced theology and doctrine taught in a way that has led to legalism, like a woman not being allowed to wear jeans to church, or maybe a wife who is not being allowed to read books unless her husband reads them first, or a church that doesn't allow musical instruments in their worship service. These are all examples of how people have taken biblical theology and twisted it up into legalism. Or maybe you don't think that you can experience joy and elation from studying theology and doctrine because it's too technical. Honestly, whenever I make the time for Bible study throughout the week, learning more about our Lord and learning to walk in His ways, by the time Sunday arrives, I am so ready to worship. I do enjoy like the peppy music in worship, but it is drawing closer to God in his word that truly deepens the joy of Sunday morning worship. So what is theology and doctrine? Well, simply put, theology is studying about our triune God, the work of salvation in Christ, and other spiritual matters like spiritual battle and the end times, while doctrine is learning how we are to live for our Lord and how we apply what we learn in the ways that honor our Lord. Anytime we study theology and doctrine, the Bible should be the foundation for our studies and our key point of reference. Then we add resources from trusted biblical teachers throughout church history, like St. Augustine, C.S. Lewis, Francis Schaeffer, J.I. Packer, R.C. Sproul, John MacArthur, Josh McDowell, 
and many more that are solid in theology, and you can tell that they have spent time studying the Bible. God wants us to learn about Him. He wants us to grow in our faith. In Psalm 19, we see the two ways that God has revealed Himself to us. One way is through nature. We see the grandeur of the stars and we get a glimpse of the grandeur of God. And the other way is through the Word of God, which is the Bible. In a few weeks, we'll study Psalm 19 in depth when we talk about the Bible and why it is considered God's Word to us. But for now, listen to verses 7 through 13 and hear how these verses highlight how studying biblical theology and doctrine will strengthen our faith and guide our walk with Christ. Beginning with verse 7. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned. In keeping them there is great reward. Who can discern his errors? Declare me innocent from hidden faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgression. I love that psalm. The Bible shows us who our Lord is and how we are to respond to his love for us. God has so many characteristics to learn about. He is not some shallow, one-dimensional being. He is rich in character. And we need to be careful to consider all of his characteristics instead of focusing on only one or two of them. For example, if we only focus on the holiness and wrath of God without keeping in mind his love and grace, then we will find ourselves fearfully trying to earn our salvation by trying to follow the rules perfectly, knowing all the while there is no way we could ever please such a holy God. On the other hand, if we focus only on his love and grace without keeping in mind his holiness and wrath, then we need to think that it's okay to continue in our sin because God loves us just the way we are. It is true that God loves us, but he does not love our sin. And he loves us too much to leave us in our sinful, broken ways. The more we know God and see the depth and riches of our God, the more we will love him and be amazed by him. The more we know God, the more we see how sinful we are, how that sin separates us from a holy God and how he has mercifully provided a means of salvation. The more we know God and understand the wonder of that salvation through Jesus, the more we will want to praise him. When we study biblical theology and doctrine, that knowledge helps us to have a steadfast and joyful walk as a disciple of Jesus because we appreciate him more and we understand how to follow him better. Similar to other important relationships in our lives, we spend time getting to know someone and relating to them in the context of that knowledge. Like our boss at work, we find out 
what they expect from us, and we do our work. Are like our good friends. We spend time with them, and we get to know them, and we have a relationship in the context of that knowledge. The knowledge of who they are enhances our relationship and our friendship. We spend time getting to know our spouses and treating them with respect and love in response to that knowledge in the context of our relationship. Not only does studying biblical theology and doctrine make our relationship with our Lord stronger and our worship more meaningful, but it also makes it easier to recognize false teaching. For one thing, we don't want to follow any pastor or teacher blindly. We want to be like the Jews in Berea that are mentioned in Acts 17.11. They eagerly listened to the apostles' teaching, and then they studied the scriptures to be sure that the teaching was correct. For another thing, we want to be aware of the false teaching that is pervasive in our culture and the false teaching that is making its way into the Christian church. We don't live in a bubble. We are surrounded by cultural ideals that do not agree with who God is or with what the Bible says about how we are to live for him. And unfortunately, so much of these cultural ideals are taking root in the Christian church. In 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, we are warned to be aware of false teaching and how it can lead us away from a life of obedience to God's word and into a life filled with error. Verse 16 says, There are some things in scripture that are hard to understand, and people who do not understand the scriptures or people who do not find their security in Christ will twist those scriptures to their own destruction. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, we see that we only understand the Bible because of the Holy Spirit that dwells in us. Unbelievers do not have the Holy Spirit dwelling in them, and without that Holy Spirit, they simply cannot understand the Word of God. Romans 1 uh, tells us about unbelievers who suppress the truth and twist that truth up to do what they want, to justify their lifestyles. This all goes back to Genesis chapter 3, verse 1, when Satan tricks Eve into eating the apple. And he says, did God really say this? That is the same seed of doubt that he keeps planting in believers' head and in unbelievers' heads. Did God really say and that's why we need to know what the Bible says and know it accurately. Because Satan is waiting to twist up the scriptures and lead us astray. Verse 17 says, You therefore, beloved, knowing this beforehand, take care that you are not carried away with the error of lawless people and lose your own stability. Our stability is in Christ. We're not talking about losing your salvation. If you are in Christ, you cannot lose your salvation. But you can lose your stability where you're not anchored and rooted in Christ. And you're just being blown about by the winds of false doctrine that it talks about in Ephesians 4.14. We don't want to lose our stability. We want to stay rooted in the knowledge of Christ. 
Second Peter 3.18 tells us that we are to guard our faith from false teaching by growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord. This knowledge, it's not for our glory. It is not to make us look smart or for us to go around acting like we know everything. We don't. There's no way we can know everything. But this growing in our faith, in any biblical knowledge that we have, it is to bring our Lord glory and honor. That being said, there are some things that we should guard against as we grow in this knowledge, as we study biblical theology and doctrine. While it is important to learn what pleases God and what doesn't please God, we need to be careful not to turn it into a holy to-do list. We need to be careful that we are not creating yet another man-made religion that requires us to earn our way to heaven. The only way to heaven is through a personal relationship with Jesus, and our religion is responding to God's salvation with devoted lives to our Lord. I'm a list person, and I enjoy checking things off my to-do list. How much of my list that I accomplish or don't accomplish gives me a measurement of how well I am managing my time. And this can be true, like how well are we managing our Christian faith? But we have to remember that it isn't about our performance. When we study theology and doctrine in the Bible and we learn what God expects of us, we need to keep our obedience to God's word in the context of a relationship with Jesus. Jesus wants a vibrant and loving relationship with us. Our obedience to God's word should be born out of our love for God. The other thing we need to guard against is that we cannot use scripture to manipulate people to make choices that we want them to make. This does not mean that we should shrink from calling what is sin, sin. But we also need to remember to stay humble. Remember that we are not without sin. It is our job to share the gospel of Christ, which is that we are all sinners in need of a Savior. It is also our job to disciple the new believer, that is, to teach them what the Bible says about how we are to live for Jesus. But we need to be careful that we are not acting like we have it all together while expecting new believers to catch up to us. We are not the plumb line. God's word is the plumb line. Nor are we the epitome of perfection. Only the triune God is good and perfect. Ultimately, it is the Holy Spirit's job to convict all of us of sin and to show us our need for a Savior. It is the Holy Spirit's job to call us to repentance and to transform our lives to be in alignment with God's word. We are responsible for how we respond to God's love with our obedience. But we cannot force others, especially those who don't even love God, to be obedient to his word. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verses 2 through 3 says, You yourselves are our letter of recommendation, written on our hearts to be known and read by all. And you show that you are a letter from Christ delivered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. I do believe people are searching for spiritual answers. Well, some people may want to have a spiritual experience without giving up their sin, there are other people who just don't want to have another unfeeling religious movement. 
Some people are truly seeking a meaningful and genuine spiritual relationship with the one true living God. Do we have a personal and intimate relationship with God through Jesus that is growing in grace and biblical knowledge in a way that results in a joyful and meaningful spiritual walk with Christ? When other people see our hearts and lives committed to Christ, do we have the biblical knowledge and understanding to answer their questions? I've heard it said that as Christians, we may be the only Bible someone reads. This is why we should spend time studying the Bible, getting to know God, that's the theology, and learning how we are to live in context of that biblical knowledge, that's the doctrine. This isn't some boring academic task. This is a lifelong undertaking that should result in humble joy and praise for our Lord. There are many places where we can get sound theological teaching, such as Ligonier Ministries or BannerofTruth.org. Also, on our Dauntless Faith Publications website, we have a free Bible reading plan available to download. You don't have to wait until January 1st to start reading the Bible, and you don't have to read it in one year. Take your time and enjoy reading the familiar biblical histories with fresh eyes. There are also audio Bibles available on Spotify if you prefer to listen to the Bible while driving or doing housework. And there are podcasts available on theology. For example, Ligonier Ministries has a weekly podcast called Simply Put that gives the definitions for theological terms in 5-10 to minute sessions. Or, if you want a more extensive study of theology, one of my instructors from Moody Bible Institute has a podcast called The Open Word. I hope this encourages you to spend some time exploring the resources available and to increase the time you spend growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. May our Lord bless our study so that we will bear more fruit for His kingdom. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. For more information on Dauntless Faith Publications and our Bible study resources, please visit our website at dauntlessfaithpublications.com. You may also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.